Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curbs, good morning. How was your weekend? Randy, it was awesome. Uh, we got a lot done. Had to slow cook some pork butt on Saturday. Went to the baseball game yesterday. Awesome weekend. That's great to hear. And it's amazing. Alexa and I were just talking during the break. We're just over a month away from the start of Blues training camp. It's amazing how quickly it comes around. Yeah, it does. And and you, you could get the sense that it's starting to build. Like the people talking to me as I was walking into the ballpark yesterday and uh, the excitement levels there. I, you know, the last, if you, I, I think, Randy, if you go back and even prior to winning the Stanley Cup, but that no doubt put things way over the top in 2019. But even prior to that, the, this, this team was just building and, and, and grabbing, I think, people's imaginations. And, and they've been so competitive really ever since that uh, I, I think people are really excited and waiting for it to come. Curbs, are you over or under five Oreos before your nap? Dude, listen, Alexa, there's like one never before a nap. Uh, I don't do that, but frankly, an Oreo bag is no chance. I don't know how you stop it four or five, <laughs> got to be honest with you. Especially if you're dipping them in milk. Like, there, I don't know how you stop it four or five. Like, I, I love Cookie coming through saying that. It was just so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, uh, do, do you two just completely avoid the regular Oreo and just go double stuff? Yeah. I'm 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. double stuffed. Yeah, double stuffed. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can go to actually, you know, the ones that are actually really good are their thin ones. Their thin ones actually, like, there's it's it's like right, it's the right mix, and you can tear into them like, like you tear into a box of Girl Scout cookies. No, no you're going no the way. wrong way, Curbs. Yeah, you got to go with the double stuff. You want more cookie, not less. Well, no, well, I, now you get more by eating more. <laughs> <laughs> True. Good point. Curbs, for those that aren't aware of it, there were changes made in the Blues organization during this offseason. Kevin McDonald had done a great job in various capacities for the Blues for 21 years. He was the GM at Springfield, and obviously they were in the championship round this year. He spent 21 years in the organization. So Kevin McDonald goes to Colorado, which is a valuable pickup for the Avalanche, and the Blues hire Kevin Maxwell from the Rangers. What do you know about Kevin Maxwell? Well, he's he's got experience. Uh, he he knows that that area up there, and, and if you know much, the American League up in that up in that area is really important. One of the reasons that the Blues affiliation with Springfield is good, and one of the reasons that a lot of teams over the years have liked a northeastern affiliation is because of the amount of practice time your players get. If you're in Springfield, you're a thirty minute drive down to Hartford. I mean, there, there were times, honest to goodness, I, I could be back in my apartment after a road game in Hartford sooner than I would be after a home game in Springfield because of the work you had to do for the league after games, right? But you've got Providence an hour and a half uh, from Springfield. You've got, you know, some of the New York teams are only three, four hours. So you, you spend you spend a lot more time at home, which also means you have a lot more quality practice time. If you know, Bridgeport, Connecticut, for example, another, another close-by team. 
So somebody like Kevin that knows that area, knows how to do it, he's coming from another organization. There's another good clean start to it there. He's going to bring some good experience and opportunity uh, to this organization. Kevin McDonald was fantastic and uh, known him for a long, long time. Uh, and, and congratulations to him because not only did Springfield go on such a great run to the Calder Cup final, but he, Kevin was such a big part of what the St. Louis Blues have become, you know, starting a long, long time ago under Larry Plo and, and just continuing under Doug Armstrong that this is an opportunity and a good step forward for him where he, he'll be more involved on the pro side than, you know, I mean, by pro side, I mean the NHL side than the American League side. It's a deserved step for him. And you're right, Randy, the, the Blues have had – a, a decent number of changes, but that's because when you're part of a winning organization, people want to bring that culture in. Curbs, as Randy and I were just talking about at the break, we're getting close to training camp. As you evaluate this team right now, with the departures that we saw in the offseason, locking up Robert Thomas obviously was huge, and we're going to see Jordan Bennington for a full season. What should fans expect from the St. Louis Blues? Well, you know they're going to be competitive. You know the coaching staff. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it's actually kind of fortunate the coaching staff is still intact uh, for, for this season rather than a couple of uh, guys getting plucked outside of Jimmy Montgomery. So um, I, I think that you're going to expect competitiveness. Uh, you, you're, going to, you're going to have to have a really good season from Jordan Bennington, no doubt about that. But you know the work ethic is going to be there with this team, and you know there's going to be exciting play. The, the loss of David Perron is a big hole that they're going to have to fill. Who steps up and fills it, and, and how does that get done? But you're still bringing back then another eight twenty goal scorers from last season. So they're going to be offensively minded as well. You're starting the season with Nick Letty. So you're hoping you, if you have help going into the start of the season, you're, you're figuring that your defense is much more settled in than it was most of last season. So I think that's good consistency there. And then, really, the, the, the final thing to expect is you're just going to have to have some patience and see how some roles develop. What does Jordan Kairos, uh, you know, start to the season look like? Is it more like the first half versus the second half of last season? Uh, the continued growth of Robert Thomas. But then what does a Jake Neighbors do? Does a Zach Bolduc play into this? Who seals and who grabs opportunity that maybe you don't expect because there is opportunity in the bottom six of this lineup? So those are... Those are the things I think you can expect, Alexa, some, some excitement, some steady play, uh, some speed, and, and then, frankly, the, the, the patience to wait for some question marks to get answered. Curbs, you brought up Jordan Kairou, and I think he's one of the big question marks that we have. And I keep trying to think of when he's at his best, what he'll be like. What, do you have an NHL comp for him when he reaches that point where he's a point-of-game guy, he's scoring 35 goals for the Blues, hopefully he's consistent in playing a 200-foot game what sort of player could he be like at right around 200 pounds, 6'1", 200 pounds? Yeah, that's, that, that's a good question. I haven't thought of that much, Randy, in terms of, of a comp. Um, but what I do think, he, well, I guess, you know, does, does he have the ability to, to even get more points? And, and when you, he, he's bigger than Johnny Gaudreau is, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's got the ability to score. He's got the ability to pass. For me, I... Uh, for me, the step with Jordan Cairo is going to be, and you said it in the second part of your question, it, it's the 200-foot game. Does he learn from a couple of what were some pretty big, uh, you know, checking gaps in, in that second round against Colorado to finish that play off? And, and, you know, by pinching Nathan McKinnon along the wall, by, 
by getting in somebody's road, you might have prevented a couple of goals, and uh, or at least the start of what became a couple of goals. He's got the skill on the offensive side. The confidence and the consistency has got to be there. You know, obviously we saw a bit of a of a of a more downturn or not quite as consistent second half from him. But in Craig Berube's system, that consistency is going to come from your play away from the puck in that 200-foot game. If he takes some strides in that area, you're, you're going to have really one, one, one heck of a player here. And, you know, as Doug Armstrong said, one of his next priorities is to try and get Jordan Cairo extended. So we'll see how that plays out between now and the start of the season. And you know what I look at, Curbs? And I know this is really super unfair, but a guy like Patrick Kane didn't really break out until he was 27. That was the first time that he was more than a point-a-game guy. When you look at the shot, when you look at the speed, when you look at what Kairou brings to the game, I'm not saying he could be Patrick Kane, but maybe a, a notch below Patrick Kane, but the same style of player? Yeah, he, he could be creative. He could dangle the puck. The one thing that we've seen with, with Jordan Kairou that we had, didn't see from anybody else on this team is the ability to play with the puck at the speed he can bring. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that you're starting to see a lot of players around the NHL do. Uh, Robert Thomas is a kind of a – you can see Robert Thomas make his plays with a lot of stop and goes, right? But Jordan Cairo has the ability to, and appears to have the ability to really make those plays while going at full speed. And that is something that really puts the pressure on the other team's defense. Patrick Kane uh, is, is one of the best and has been for a long time one of the best at that. You know, Patrick Kane, some of what, what – not just his shot, but he'll get that puck in the offensive zone. He might circle that thing all the way around the net twice before somebody gets a hold of him. And by that point, your defense, you know, is 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 all over the place and going, who's got what and what's got who? And the next thing you know, you're picking it out of the back of your net. Mm-hmm. So if if Jordan continues with that confidence of controlling that puck while while playing with that speed, wow, is he a fun player to watch? Curbs with Ville Husso departing in the offseason as well as Chucky Sideburns, Charlie Lindgren. How confident should Blues fans be in their goaltending situation 1 to 10? Well, I, uh, oh, I, well, right now I'd say six and a half to seven. Um, I, I really like uh, what we saw from Jordan and, and Randy can vouch for this. I, I stayed confident in Jordan Bennington all season long last year. I, I, I felt that even when Huso was taken over, that you were going to need Jordan Bennington, and that, that, that was going to become his again. It's just it's the compete that the guy has. And so I'm confident. I'm, I'm very confident in Jordan Bennington as a goaltender. Having said that, he's going to have to have a better start to his season and a better regular season than he did last season. Uh, Thomas Grice is a, is a good backup. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if you have if something happens like last season where you really had to lean on Billy Huso for a while. I don't know if you get that same result from Thomas Grice yet, but we'll find out. Um, and hopefully we don't have to find out. So I, I think there is a little bit of hesitation and question mark because of the inconsistency of Jordan's regular season last year. I'm encouraged by the, the postseason. But th- this, again, is clearly a one. And this isn't a one, a one, a situation in goal. This is a, a starter and a backup, and that starter is going to have to be really good. Curbs, one last thing, and this was Alexa's Take It or Leave It. You grew up here. You uh, you know St. Louis well. Take it or leave it, St. Louis humidity is overhyped. Man, I don't know. I sat out in that ballpark for a good number of innings yesterday. Overhyped? Hell no. This St. Louis humidity sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Curbs, it's like that? a warm blanket. you got to embrace oh, it. God. Well, listen. 
I'm used to it. And, and the other day we were out walking around, we went to forest park to the boathouse with the kids on Friday. And, uh, and I mean, at that point, by the time I got back, by the way, if you had a paddle boat with a 17-year-old daughter that's got one leg and a cast uh, <laughs> on a hot St. Louis humidity day, you might take the leave it on that one there because I got off that boat and I had, I mean, I looked like I had fallen into the water. I don't think I would have gotten in the boat, Curbs. That might have been your first mistake. <laughs> but I, still, I, I don't know what it was about last season, what, you know, the weather, some of the hockey rinks, whatever. I felt like I never got out of the cold. So, frankly, I'm perfectly fine with this heat for another two months. We're with you. We're, yeah. we're 100% I, I, on board. I'm still thawing from last hockey season, and I don't know why. <laughs> Curbs, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, you too. Have an awesome week. Thanks. See you later. That is the Voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.